0: Welcome to One to Watch Wednesday featuring independent and emerging artists from across Canada and their songs. My name is Sarah Scott and thanks for hanging out today. DRC Music, they are thanking everyone who attended summer sessions in Stony Plain. Whether you watched live in Heritage Park or you watched online on Facebook, thank you for watching. Now DRC Music, they are here for all your entertainment needs. We are able to have live music again. So maybe you're having a family reunion barbecue. Maybe you're having a birthday party or you're doing a corporate event or you want to put on a community concert. Think of DRC Music first. They believe in live music for all and they specialize in small, intimate concerts close to all our homes or at our homes at a fair price with well-known Canadian artists. Contact DRC Music today. Now in the spotlight this week on One to Watch Wednesday is Calgary and PEI's award-winning and nominated country artist Ben Chase. We talked about how he just jumped right back into live shows once things opened up here in Alberta and how exciting that has been. We also discussed how the rest and time off from live shows inspired him to explore his songwriting skills and pursue songwriting even more. We also chat about his brand new EP coming out later this fall and so much more. You're also going to hear his songs all over it and his latest Better. I'm pretty darn excited for this episode. So let's get right on into it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out this afternoon, Ben. I really appreciate your time. Man, everything has opened up. Summer has officially started rolling out with live shows. You've hit the stage a couple of times. How good! does it feel to get back into the swing of things as a performer and where have you performed and what do you have going on this summer
1: yeah it's felt incredible i can't even explain it whenever i heard things are opening in alberta first in canada I'd, i was living out east in pei and there was you know little restrictions there throughout most of the pandemic but we were never able to fully open up being an island that has such small health care and so i decided you know what i'm going to drive out here because there's opportunities for shows so started it off without any rehearsals with my band at national north which was crazy because we didn't have time to rehearse. I was fishing lobster back home for work, and as soon as I finished, I had to make it here. And we didn't even have time to run over the step, but we got out there, and it just felt like we never stopped. Honestly, it was just like the boys played so well and so good together, and it just sounded incredible. It felt amazing, and good way to knock off the rest, I guess. So from there, we just did some corporate stuff, here in stampedes and patio gigs as a musician. I remember times back before the pandemic where I'd be like, oh, this feels like work. And it did not feel like work at all during the Stampede. It felt amazing because we're just playing music together with our band. And I'm just like so on a high since I've been out here just because we're just gigging again. And we played in Medicine Hat for their Stampede last weekend and and they had capacity. They're both nice because everyone's so excited for live music to be back. And yeah, it's just nonstop. We're getting out to Lacombe this weekend and and Westlock and just kind of being everywhere. It's just been so good to see people people, but also just to play music with the band is just incredible.
0: It has been so much fun over the last few weeks. And I was kind of joking with someone else that we never got like a nice ease into it. It was like, boom, live music. So we all got hit real hard, but it's been amazing, hasn't it? It's just been so cool. So during the pandemic and during the lockdown, did that change your view of yourself in the music industry or in the country scene, or did that kind of shift your mindset as to who you are in the industry and what you want to pursue
1: big time actually it was a really good eye-opener for me because i moved out here as soon as i turned 18 so kind of like fresh out of high school and i wanted to do music right came out here and gigs 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 and i never like slowed down i never took time to kind of like recess where i was at and what to set big goals or what i want to do and figure out my path and and to go back home was really grounding for me honestly just to spend time around my family again and like i'd go home for christmas stuff but to be living there and see what people think of me and just kind of like not even what they think of me but more like what they think of my music and getting their opinion on where they think i should do and the people who i actually who i trust and who want the best for me you know these people are my family they a lot of input that i you know i respect and they would tell me good from bad if they're not going to just toot my horn all day they're gonna you know be honest with me and it was good to get home and see where I am and And then when the break stopped I was like I need to be working more I, I can't just not do anything so that's whenever I made up my mind that I want to write more songs I started writing a book's st- two Skype writes every day during the pandemic in a year and a half or we wrote now 154 songs have been written Wow. <laughs> that I've written. And I found a whole new love for songwriting, which is something that I would write the odd song here and there back when, but I would usually be in a room with really good writers and they would sometimes write the song and i would just be a co-writer but now i've been fortunate enough to get cuts on other artists' albums that i've written with them that are coming up and just like all my new stuff is all stuff i've written during the pandemic which is crazy but i think going home and just like being grounded again in a small town and Kind of made me kind of get back to who I am and help me write songs like in, in good ways, I guess. And honestly, the break was good for me in that way because I found more reasoning. I, I may have gotten a little like not a bad way, but I might have got so caught up in playing the gigs that I never looked into progressing my career as an artist and a songwriter as much and never took it as seriously as I am now with this new stuff coming out. So So it's been a really good reset for me, I think.
0: Well, that's great. And I can't wait to start hearing more of your new stuff come out. It sounds like you had a wonderful time and a great experience over the last several months, of course. And now when you talk about going home, you talk about going home to PEI, but yeah, you moved out to Calgary several years ago now. So what brought you out to Calgary? We talked about it. I think a couple of years ago when I first started talking to you, but what exactly did bring you out to Calgary? Was it the music scene? Was it a job?
1: You know, as known as the Nashville of Canada. So um, (laughs) I want to be out here for sure. And because I always want to do country music. It's all I listen to and it's all I know and it's all I'm good at. So I I had to be here and get myself mixed in it all. And so it made the move really young and I'll never, ever regret that move for sure. It's been definitely a blessing for me throughout the years and just being here too. Like I'm here for the summer now and, Just just hanging out with some of my pals here. I, I have so many lifelong friends here. I haven't seen them in a year and a half. We've been hanging out almost every day with some pals and just just been so good to see everybody here, too. It's like my second home. So it's really great.
0: When did it all start from you? When did you decide that music was something you really wanted to pursue and really go forth with?
1: Well, the old classic country music story Of an artist My grandpa was a singer I ended up being one too But for real It's it just kind of how it happened Both my grandparents were musical And PI is very folk driven and, and East Coast style music But country music is also Very dominant out there And my grandpa was a big George Jones fan He played in band They played like country music All the time Like they were a full on Country music band I, As a kid at, like 4 years old I would sing at our family shows The Race is On by Sawyer Brown And flash forward to 15 years later and i was opening for those guys on a show in calgary here so it's crazy how that how some of those things work but it all dates back to like being four and being on stage and learn how to be an entertainer at like four and five years old and then actually be really good at working little tiny crowds like 50 to 100 people and getting them intrigued by a performance and then i felt i was ready to come out here and start working the bar scene and One of the main reasons I came here at 18 was because the drinking age out there is 19. So I couldn't play in bars out there. So I said, I'm going to come out here. And I never ended up moving back because things were just rolling so smoothly for us. It was honestly incredible. It was great. And it still is great.
0: That's so awesome. And yeah, like at the age of 11, you were already performing in front of crowds of nearly 500 people, which is absolutely crazy and amazing at the same time. And Your shows, I've been to a couple of them, and they are very dynamic. They're very engaging. And you have opened for Dan and Shay, George Canyon, Clay Walker, Sawyer Brown, and you've been on some of Alberta's largest festival stages, such as Big Valley Jamboree and Country Thunder. And you were a featured performer at Ranchman's, and you also were on the Cavendish Beach Music Festival main stage, opening for Hunter Hayes and High Valley. Those are some pretty big opening slots. If you could play anywhere... In the entire world, I feel like I know the answer to this, but (laughs) if you could play anywhere in the entire world, where would it be?
1: Grand Old Opry. Yep. (laughs) For me, it wouldn't even be me standing there. It would be me and my generation and my whole hometown represent if I if I ever get when I get to play there. It's not if I ever, when I do, because I know I I will I'll work as hard as I can to make that happen one day. And uh, my family and My hometown is is incredible. The amount of people like people are always blown away when they go there, the amount of great singers and artists and musicians there are there and but it's not very traditional to leave Stompa tom's from where i'm from and he left and you can see what kind of career he's built but it's very traditional just to kind of plant your roots there and stay there your whole life and i have so many pals who are incredible musicians they would sing circles around me but a lot of them just kind of plant the roots and they stay there and i've been lucky because iron sharpens iron and i get the you know i grew up around all that talent and they kind of helped me get into performer i am and being a young young buck i was like i'm gonna get out here and start chasing some more stuff and try to make it happen but i feel like it would just be like a representation of my whole community and also my family who's my grandpa i got him up to play with me at cavendish and he's, he set the record to be the oldest performer in cavendish history and i'm sure i wouldn't be able to get him up that easy at the ground of lawford but i would be kind of representing him and the path that him and my aunt and my parents and everyone kind of let me down to the career that i am on
0: That's really cool. That is so darn cool, actually. So during your career, what would you like to accomplish? And how would you like the world to see you? And how would you like to be represented?
1: I just think it's the music speaks for itself, to be honest. Now, as a songwriter, like I just want to write music that connects with people. That's kind of where I am now. It's like all this new stuff trying to write something because like as a fan of country music, I mean, I listen to songs and there's some that I listen to once and I'll never listen to them again. But the songs that I release are the songs that I think I would hear and i'm like oh i feel something there and i'm gonna add that to my library and probably listen to it for the next couple of weeks on repeat and that's kind of what you know when you write so many songs you have those connect. like i can go through all these and be like i don't feel connection with this one i don't feel with these and you get inputs from other people who are like oh i really feel that one try to really just write music that connects with people and then that way we're playing shows and people are just kind of like living in the music more than just showing up because it's me or my brand more they're just there because the songs really connect with them and and that's really something I've been trying to focus on
0: definitely and you do have this like fresh energy relatable stories you do have catchy lyrics I've known that from the start and it's been absolutely amazing to watch you grow as an artist and I can't wait to see you grow as a songwriter as well since you have written over 154 songs which is crazy (laughs) and so cool at the same time but in January 2019 you released your first song all over it to Canadian radio, and it blew up really quickly. It reached number one on the Canadian iTunes charts in less than 24 hours. It was featured nationally on the Casey Clark Country Countdown across Canada as the next big thing. Congratulations on that. Altogether, you do have three singles out, which we're going to talk about here in a couple of seconds. But first, we got to talk about all over it and what it means to you before we play it.
1: That's the signature song. A lot of people think Ben Chase. They think all over it, which is cool. You know, that's kind of where our hype, a lot of it, generated from. And being a guy who never released music, like I was here for two years writing songs and meeting producers, and we finally went. That's the one, and and we decided, you know, the time to release it and everything, and at first release, I tell us to a lot of my buddies who are getting into the music industry, like, oh, we just want to put songs on. I'm like, make sure your first one is is the right one. And I take, we did a lot of thinking with our songs and, ah, oh, it's not strong enough or, ah, oh, it's not this. But when we wrote all over it, we said, that's this is the song that we want to come out of the gate with, right? To try to get people right off the top interested and in a way, too, to take it seriously like, you know, and, and have really good, solid songs has always been important to me. So this song took a long time of writing. It took two years, to, like, not just writing, but I mean, in general, to, to pick the day be single and you know a lot of people back home were following me when i moved out here curious what my sound was going to be like a lot of people met me in alberta seen me play these cover gigs where yeah like we do be doing these like ranchmans and all these shows cover shows and really getting people involved in the shows and and performing well but everyone's like what's his music going to sound like right so we finally released all over it kind of generated some hype and people really seem to like it and since then i've been trying to trying to keep up to that standard to my best
0: This is All Over It on One to Watch Wednesday by our guest, Ben Chase.
2: I heard that you've been asking, asking if I've been torn up like that high school picture you and I were in. Let me tell you something, I ain't losing sleep. So my friends say losing you is looking good on me I feel a good time coming on And girl, the last thing on my mind right now is you And if you think I'm still messed up about you There ain't nothing further from the truth I'm all over it I'm all over you I'm all over you Wasting time and taking blame If you got regrets Maybe that's on you It's not over complicated It's your choice, you made it So when it's late Taking blame if you got regrets, baby, that's on you. It's not over it's your choice, you made it. So when it's late and you get lonely, don't come. It's your choice. You made it. I'm all over it. I'm all over you. I'm all over playing games, wasting time and taking blame. If you got regrets, baby, that's on you. It's not over complicated. It's your choice. You made it. So when it's late and you get lonely.
0: There is All Over It by our guest, Ben Chase, on One to Watch Wednesday. Now, Ben, you were talking about how artists should release their best song first. Now, to you, in your opinion, as a songwriter, as a performer, as an artist, what makes a good song, in your opinion?
1: I think relatability, there's so much different things. Hooks is obviously something that's super important. The production is something that's really important. I think find the right producer, you know, you don't want to, I feel like, and I, like I said, your first single is going to set the standard, right? You're setting the bar and you want to set it high off the top. I feel like if you know, you're know you releasing a basement recording, <laughs> you know, it potentially is your first, you know, if people are all going to, a lot of times people are, are watching, right? And they're going to listen to the first thing you release. They may not listen to the second or third. And I see that myself as an artist. I've grown a really good fan base who will always support no matter what I do. But when I released my first single, everybody was tuning in to see how well it was. You know, (laughs) I think that's super important that the first one is just, it's just a great professionally done with a a pro producer. I'm lucky to work with Maddie McKay. He's one of the best in my opinion. And I just think the song itself, the lyrics, the hook, you can, you know, try them out at shows and I would try them at songwriter rounds and all over it was always one that people always loved. So I knew that whenever... Maddie took it into the studio and put his own little twist on it that it would come together. And sure enough, it did.
0: It definitely did. Now, you have several songs released to all streaming platforms and to radio. They have combined over 500,000 streams with two songs that have reached number one on Canadian iTunes charts, which is incredible. we well, got to talk about actually, more here. Oh, I'll, sorry. I'll,
1: I'll jump in here. I just, yeah, please uh, do. <laughs> I just got my notification a month ago that we just cleared one million streams, so... So in the last year, maybe that stat was from last year. We were five hundred thousand, and then our last single about last night really took off on streaming platforms. And uh, yeah, four weeks ago, passed one million streams in independent artists. So I just oh heck there's yeah, a, congratulations! There's a brag there. I was pretty <laughs> excited about that number. So
0: that's amazing, and that's so well deserved. Now that does add on to your awards and nominations and your accolades that we're going to talk about here. So I mean, like, there's quite the cool. list. Like, and we'll start from the beginning here. In 2017, you were a three-time Music Pei. Award Awards nominee, 2017, a Music PEI Cover Artist of the Year winner, 2019, three-time yyc music awards nominee 2019 five-time acma nominee 2019 yyc awards country recording of the year winner and then in 2019 you were an acma fans choice winner congratulations on all those accolades i mean as an artist and as a performer and just as yourself how does it feel to be recognized like in your hometown and in your second home of alberta
1: yeah, no, that's incredible, honestly. And to me, Fans Choice is always one of the awards you watch at the award shows, right? So to win that at the Alberta Country Music Awards after only living here for I think it was two and a half years, then was just okay. I'm one of you guys now. Moments, right? They definitely mm-hmm. welcomed me then. So, but yeah, no, it's just been crazy. The support I've been able to get and I've been getting, and and coming out of this pandemic too, been getting more and more support, and it's awesome. Sometimes I don't even have the words for how how happy. <laughs> how happy I can be because of it
0: it's pretty cool well it's all so deserved and now what do you feel has been your biggest accomplishment as an artist so far on top of all those accolades
1: for me it's it could be a bit personal it could be well I think you go back to like small things that that matter to me and that's Mm -hmm. getting my first cut as an artist as getting somebody else to cut something that I wrote that's a big accomplishment for me you know that's kind of me seeing okay i'm I'm a good songwriter or something like that maybe close but like to me that was a big deal and now that have you know seven or eight artists I know coming out that are gonna release songs that I've written with them is incredible feels like an acceptance as a songwriter and that was a big accomplishment for me for sure yeah just being able to play those big stages obviously other than the awards it's just been awesome and meet so many people and game fans through it it's just been All this. It's just been incredible.
0: If you could have any artist on the entire planet of any genre perform one of your songs and take one of your songs, who would it be? Who would you love to hear sing one of your songs?
1: I'd probably have to go with Old Dominion because everybody knows I'm such an Old Dominion guy. They're definitely like people I like to collab with on top of anybody in the world, but this better song... Um, my new single is definitely Old Dominion influenced because you can tell how much you listen to them in the recordings. I'm not (laughs) trying to sound like them or anything, but um, they definitely keep the vibes going and I bet you if they're looking for a single, maybe they could cut it too and blow it all the water too. Definitely Old Dominion. And you definitely hear that in
0: Better as well and we're going to talk about that here in a couple of minutes but you're currently writing and recording your debut EP with the Juno award winning producer, Manny McKay. So tell us a bit about this EP. Have you started working on it? Has it started coming in <laughs> Tell us a bit about it What's going to be on it And how is it coming together
1: Yeah you bet you So Better was the first song That dropped off the EP um, We have our next single From the EP drop On September 10th Which is called Say Goodbye Slow And then the entire EP Is going to drop Six weeks after that In October And this is going to be My first project Because I've always Released singles um, This is my first EP Which I'm really excited About all stuff That I every single song I've been written in quarantine Which is cool And I think I'm going to Kind of get more on this Track of like releasing A couple singles from it Then dropping the project And trying to get more And more material out because the more material the more chances somebody may connect i had to fly out here in january and things were all still in lockdown so it was definitely weird it was very different but the boys still showed up and they slayed it as they always do they're some of the best positions in canada we have at ocl and so we did that and then i stayed out in alberta and worked on it for a week and we're just wrapping it up now maddie got most of the work done when i was back home and now I'm just out to be a part of the finishing touches. So we've been at OCL every day during the week. when I'm not gigging and working on that. And put, we just put the finishing touch on one song yesterday and the project's about to be uploaded. So I'm excited to see what the world thinks of the new stuff.
0: Well, that is super exciting. I can't wait to hear more of the EP as well. And it's coming out from the sounds of it in October, which is super exciting. But now we're going to talk about the first single off that EP, Better. It definitely has that more poppy country feel of Old Dominion, which I absolutely love about it. And then every time I think about it, it gets stuck in my head. So (laughs) I'm not complaining. It's a really, really good song. So before we play the song here, before we wrap things up, tell us a bit about Better and the story behind it and what it means to you.
1: Yeah, well, Better was written with a guy I met on TikTok. I seen this guy. He's, like, blowing up on there. He's a songwriter. His name's Nathan Perry. He's from Nashville. And I was like, wow, this guy's such a good songwriter, but I need to reach this guy. So... I reached out through Instagram. We got together and we wrote better with our buddy Ethan Burke, who you know, and the three of us wrote better. And uh it was just an idea I always had, like you could do better. And we were going to release it last year and, and we decided to do the EP instead. We decided to hold it because things are starting to open up. It's kind of a reminder to people, you know, you're going to be going out to the bar and you don't need to be treated poorly. You know, you can, you know, you see so many people that, you know, go out there and they're treated poorly. You can see it all the time, especially as an entertainer. You know, I see that from the dance floor, you know, being the guy I can see the whole crowd you see just some girls some guys and stuff it's just part of our nature and and it's just kind of like an encouragement song bars are back you can do better just enjoy yourself and you know you don't deserve to be treated poorly anymore
0: i love that message behind it well thank you so much for your time today ben i really appreciate it and this is the song better by ben chase
2: was having a smoke to be honest don't know how he ever leaves you alone he doesn't even notice there ain't no rum in your coke but he's still buying all these drinks and trying to get you home I gotta say something before you go A dead kind of man. That's right. You could do better. I can see it in your eyes. That guy, he ain't your tight I know it's hard breaking a heart, but you gotta let him. I ain't said a single thing that you weren't thinking to Girl, you're a diamond And he ain't got a clue But there's someone better out there And I think it's time you knew You could do better Than a showing up late to a date Kind of man, that's right You could do better I can see it in your eyes That guy, he ain't your tight I know it's hard, breaking a heart But you gotta let him go You can do better, better baby you right, so much better baby, that guy he ain't your time, Then a showing up late to a date kind of man, that's right, I can see it in your eyes, that guy he ain't your time, I know it's hard, breaking a heart, but you gotta let him know, you can do better, so much better baby. You got to let him go I just think that you should know You got to let him go I just think that you should know.
0: There's our guest, Ben Chase, with his latest better. And in before that, a few minutes ago, you heard his debut song All Over It. And you can get all of his music wherever you buy, download, or stream your music right now. And also, you can follow him on all social media platforms and, of course, on his website to follow along on his very exciting musical journey. A massive thank you going out to Ben Chase for hanging out on One to Watch Wednesday this week. And a massive thank you going out to DRC Music for sponsoring One to Watch. Watch Wednesday. I love them because they have a passion for supporting good music, live music, and helping you put on one heck of a show. Live music is back. Make sure you get this exceptional team for their exceptional live show experience. Contact DRC Music about their services today. Visit them on social media ASAP. This has been your One to Watch Wednesday for this week. Thank you so much for hanging out. My name is Sarah Scott. Have a great rest of your day.